Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, here with Dr. Rosalind Clark. It's day 1,487 since we came back on the air. Um, Just a quick follow-up from yesterday's broadcast, where we tried to do a seance to contact Harry Houdini to see if he would be able to communicate from beyond the grave, as he promised he would if he could. Unfortunately, we tried off and on for the rest of the afternoon, and there was no luck. Not sure what you were expecting, Max. Every time you've tried to do this before, it's failed, and that doesn't even count all the fraudsters and fakes that Houdini himself helped to expose. I was hoping that we'd stumble across something that someone else hadn't before. You, you never know if you don't try. I'll reluctantly concede that last point, but the fact is, Max, that there are only a handful of logical possibilities with the data and experience that we have at hand. One, that the afterlife doesn't exist. Two, that the afterlife exists, but it's not possible to contact the world of the living once you get there. Three, that the afterlife exists, and it's possible to contact the world of the living, but nobody knows how to do it. And lastly, four, that the afterlife exists, and it's possible to contact the world of the living, and someone knows how to do it, but that the dead don't want to talk to us anymore. I mean, that's still three chances out of four that there's something to look forward to after we're done here. That assumes that I thought of every possibility. The other problem is that declaring that there's no afterlife is kind of an absolute statement. There's not a lot of nuance to that one. Either it is or it isn't. You can't say, there is no afterlife and anything else. So what do you really believe? That's a pretty deep and personal question to ask me on the air, but I'll take a stab at it. I believe that we all leave an impression on this world. That's not the same thing as saying that we literally live on, but that our interactions with the world and the people around us have influence that remains after we're gone. The scientist in me accepts the fact that our bodies are systems that eventually stop and that there's no evidence for anything beyond electrical impulses and chemical reactions. I think I feel a but coming on. But I can't rule out the existence of something we don't fully understand yet. I can relate to the innate human desire to believe that something must come after this. That it's dispiriting to think that Everything we're doing in this life will eventually come to nothing. And I'll also say that the presence of the zombies has seriously made me rethink the nature of life itself. Spoken like a true scientist. You're sure that you're not sure of anything. That's what science is, Max. If we're being honest with ourselves. It's the acknowledgement that there's always more to learn. As for your seance attempt... I definitely don't believe that something like that can ever work. I think the closest thing we'll ever experience that could be thought of as ghosts is the memories we have of our friends and family who have gone before us. That's a fun way of looking at it. For myself, speaking as a person who knows about and respects science, but not in the same way as you, I think I'm going to have to fall into the category of people who believe that there's no way that all of what we do and experience eventually just adds up to nothing. There has to be something else beyond all this, and if I can't believe that, then I can't understand what any of it is even for. 
that's not an unrelatable point of view. It's not supported by the current evidence, but that's the name of the game in science. Always exploring, always learning. But you got really upset about us doing the seance. Both times, not just the one yesterday, but the one we did back in the first year. How does that align with always exploring, always learning? For one thing, seances have been done hundreds, if not thousands of times throughout history. Not to mention all the other things we do to try and contact our friends and family who have passed on. And all of them have had similar techniques and all of them have failed. If you want to explore and learn, then you have to do something different than the spiritualist in the 19th century would have done. And for another, I think we have more important things to do right now. Would I support a full-scale study into the afterlife? Maybe. I'd need to know more about the methodology and goals of such a study. But I certainly wouldn't support trying to do one right now in the current conditions. But you said it yourself. The zombies have made you question some of the things you believed about life. What if a study like that could help us understand and overcome them better? I didn't actually finish my complete thought before. The presence of the zombies made me question some of what I believed about life before. But then I learned that the problem was always biological in nature in the form of a protozoan parasite. I explored and I learned. I still don't fully understand the zombies, of course. But I was able to get back to a place where I felt like I was on solid ground. Okay, fair enough. Whew, heavy topic for today, eh, listeners? What do all of you think? Ponder on that for a bit and let us know. We'll be back tomorrow. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.